Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in a wager. Podcast episode number 440 is the Han Solo Podcast. It's a college football podcast. As I got college football picks for you, I got some listener emails for you. And, you know, all those picks, we post them about an hour before game time on Saturday as well at www.jeffreybelanger.com. Picks are absolutely free, as they are on the podcast. And you can help support the show by clicking on that Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Cold Blood Red. Buy yourself something nice with all those winnings. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you. And if you're going to major in a wager, I suggest you go to www.mybookieag. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookieag. And if you're looking for something to read, a little bit of thriller action, a little bit of sports involved in it. I've written three books, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. Get them directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com. If you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to the quiz for you, the listeners. Podcast episode number 440. This guy wore number 40. He was a fullback. Born in Toronto, Canada. Went to Purdue, was a three-time MVP at Purdue. He was a touchdown machine in college. Scored 12 touchdowns as a sophomore, 14 as a junior, 11 as a senior. And you know what? He did a pretty good job scoring touchdowns in the NFL as well, especially considering he's a fullback. He has 58 career NFL touchdowns, ran for 5,088 yards as a fullback. Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler, first-time, first-team All-Pro three times: 1997, 98, and 99. Was second-team All-Pro in 1996. He's in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ring of Honor. That's right, Mike Allstott. It was Mike Allstott, age 46 years old, born December 21st, 19. 19- 73 will be 47 soon, a couple months. So there's your quiz question. Now, as far as college football picks, tell you what, we got a got an email from a listener a couple weeks ago. Coach, can you do it? Can you win 70% of your games in college football? And I haven't done jack since that email, unfortunately. I, I, I've haven't haven't done too well the past couple weeks. I lost my, it was my first coach's clipboard loss uh, last week when uh, my coach's clipboard pick uh, did not come through. Uh, that was um, LSU in the first half and that was definitely, that one did not come through at all as they lost the game outright too and it was a back and forth game that they had with Missouri in Missouri, although that really wouldn't have changed my selection when they switched the game from LSU to Missouri. It just, you know, LSU just, I, I actually wanted to bet on LSU again this week, but I'm, I'm holding off. I think they're getting about five point five more points than they should against Florida. I think it should be an eight-point spread. It's 13 right now. But I'm going to stay away from that one. I did win my big pick uh, last week. My big pick was Oklahoma, and they had the game won. They made it very interesting towards the end and ended up winning in overtime. I actually middled that game because I live bet there and I actually won both ends of that. So 
the big pick was the big winner for me, and that was it. <laughs> One in four. <laughs> not so hot. Not so hot. And if you go to the website, www.jeffreyblander.com, as you know, AK47 has been giving college football picks all year. He's the only gambling chalk talk podcast guy that's been doing that with me. And he went 0-3 in week two. But since then, he's gone 2-1 every week. So he has been getting it done in college football. And he's now over the Mendoza line as he is now 8-7 overall picking games plus .3 units for you. Uh, the coach, that's me. I'm 12-13. and 13. I'm down 1.9 units. So a little bit of a... A little bit of a slide there for the coach. And I'm going to start off this game. You can hear the theme music. It's Georgia. Going to Georgia and the Bulldogs in this one. And their theme music sounds quite like Yankee Doodle Dandy. I wasn't very familiar with the Georgia theme music until today. Um, So Georgia's playing at Alabama. And... Uh, last week, I underestimated Georgia's defense. <laughs> they throttled Tennessee. Had their way up front, and that's a very good Tennessee offensive line. Now, Bama probably has the best offensive line in the SEC. But, I mean, uh, the, the way that Georgia went after Tennessee, I don't think they have issues with that, that uh, Alabama offensive line. Uh, the Bulldogs have the defensive advantage as well. And if... Bama plans on going punch-to-punch, scoring points like they did last week versus Ole Miss uh, and former assistant Lane Kiffin. Uh, that's not going to happen against Kirby Smart in this Georgia defense. I know Saban owns his former assistants, but Kirby Smart uh, has, has gone toe-to-toe with him quite a while. That Bama defense, as I mentioned, when gave it back and forth with Ole Miss, uh, is giving up 473 yards a game, while Georgia is just 236 yards a game. Uh, Bama's also allowing 56% of third down conversions. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, to see the Bulldogs have some long extended drives, wear out the tide while, it's, while that Bama offense has to sit and watch. Mac Jones is having a heck of a year so far for Alabama, but Stetson Bennett has been very good for Georgia. And this is probably going to be the best litmus test he has. And this is my coach's clipboard. Lock of the week. The Georgia Bulldogs are my lock of the week. I've got an email from a listener. I got some more for the end of the podcast, but here, here's one because I wanted to I wanted to get this one in. This is from Dan from Indianapolis. He's a Notre Dame fan. Uh, Notre Dame football team joining the ACC this year. Does this push them to permanently join a football conference going forward? Uh, this is a great question, and, and this was probably the downfall of the Big East. They couldn't convince. Uh, Notre Dame football to join uh, their fledgling uh, football conference. And then once BC and Miami left for ACC, it was over. Um, I, said, I think it, I don't think they will. Because uh, it's already tough to get into, into the final four for college football. And if you play that conference schedule, especially if you're in the ACC, you're going to have some tough games, some tough games on the road. And, that's going to be very difficult. As an independent, Notre Dame can really craft an easier schedule, make sure the tough games are probably at home or neutral site, uh, get the tough games um, uh, following a 
a, like a week's sister team they play, and they'll play the tough team the next week. They can really manipulate that schedule so it, it's to their advantage to have a 10-2, and 11-1 type record. But I, I think the biggest reason why they won't do that is the TV money. If they're independent, they don't have to share any money with anybody but themselves. They get the contract with NBC. I, I think it'd be silly of them uh, to do that, uh, especially going forward with not many fans in the building. And you need uh, those TV people are going to be fighting you know, for for uh, programming, and and you're gonna be able to you know write your own check there. So I I don't think they'll change just for the TV aspect of it. And that takes us to my big pick. It's not the my best pick of the of the weekend, although it was last weekend. I'm I'm gonna go. You hear it? The Notre Dame fight song. I'm going to Notre Dame in this one. The Fighting Irish. Yep, they're my big pick for this weekend. I think the spread should be closer to 21 against Louisville. Right now it's 17. Uh, Louisville's been regressing as the year's gone forward. 19-point uh, loss to a rebuilding Georgia Tech team. Mikhail Cunningham is a good QB, but Ian Book is no slouch, especially because you consider Ian Book's going to be staying behind a far superior offensive line. I think that defensive line for Louisville is going to have problems getting to Ian, uh, getting to Ian Book. Is, uh, and the offensive line for Louisville... Uh, it's not going to be able to stop Notre Dame either, uh, that defensive front seven. Uh, Brian Kelly has been doing it well at Notre Dame for a long time, 10 years, and now he has a big advantage in that coaching uh, area over Scott Satterfield. I like Notre Dame, minus 17. I'm laying a lot of points in this one, but you know this is a, a conference game for Notre Dame. feels weird to say that. But a conference game for Notre Dame, and, and they need a – a big win here because they, they're going to have some tough games coming up, especially one with Clemson in a couple weeks. So my big pick is Notre Dame minus 17. Hey, go to if you want to major in a wager, you want to make some money betting on these games, go to www.mybookieag. Use a promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. You play, you win. You get paid at mybookieag. Now, my picks that have not been my coach's clipboard and my uh, big pick of the <laughs> Saturday, and I've been going so well. And uh, so I, I got three of them. I'm, I'm not getting off the bandwagon there. I, I still got games for you. I got five total. Uh, I'm going BYU at Houston. And BYU, uh, lane three and a half right now. Uh, BYU won last week, but it was a struggle against the Roadrunners of uh, Texas San Antonio. Houston finally got to play a game against Tulane. They won. Uh, but looking at this game, coaching advantage is definitely with Kalani Sitaki over Dana Holgerson, who was kind of burned last year. He allowed Derek King and another player, a good wide receiver, to redshirt, thinking they'd come back the next year, and they didn't. They left. Uh, so he kind of got burned by that. Um BYU has an advantage at QB. Zach Wilson still completing over 80% of his passes. BYU has, a, has the advantage in the trenches. I think BYU will win by more than a touchdown in this one. So I am taking BYU minus 3.5 on the road at Houston. My next game, I'm going to the Cuse. Syracuse. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Syracuse fan. Uh, more for basketball than for anything else. But uh, tell you what, Syracuse is getting three and a half points at home. And I think this should actually be Syracuse giving them about two points. 
Uh, there's no home field advantage. Uh, I realize that. But Syracuse lost to UNC 31-6, but it was closer than the final score was. It was close until the fourth quarter. They lost a close one to Pitt. They beat Georgia Tech. They lost to Duke last week, but they lost Tommy DeVito mid-game to an ankle injury. Rex Culpepper took over. Great story, Rex Culpepper. He's battled back from cancer uh, in 2017. He's played in games before, but now he's going to get the start. Um, Malik Willis probably has the edge at quarterback for Liberty in this one. Uh, But I really like Dino Babers, uh, the coach. He hasn't really done too well without Eric Dungy at QB, but this was a Syracuse team that really surprised people when they were picked for last a couple of years ago. They upset Clemson. They did some good things. This guy can coach. Um, and Hugh Freeze is in his second year at Liberty. Uh, they haven't really played a tough schedule, though. Uh, they play a lot of the weak sisters. Syracuse has been playing league games, been at it. And I don't th- I think Liberty can match them in the trenches, I like the Cuse in this one because you look at the Cuse's schedule. This is probably the one win left on their schedule. They already got a win against Georgia Tech. They win this one. It's a home game. They got three more home games they could win, and this could be a confidence builder going against home versus Wake, BC, and, and North Carolina State later in the year. But there's not many games in that Syracuse schedule they can win. I think they will be up for this one. And Syracuse getting three and a half points at home. I'll take it. I don't think they'll need it. I'll be betting money line on the Qs as well in this one. Give me the Qs in that one. My last game, uh, Cincy and Tulsa. This game is in Tulsa. I'm taking a, another home dog in this one. I'll take the three points to Tulsa, and I'm going to bet them money line as well. Uh, I'm just shocked that Tulsa is not the favorite in this one. I know Cincy has played well this year. Their, their passing yards per play is is the best in the country, but they face Austin P. You know, who's not very good. Their their passing defense is supposedly awesome. They played Army, who doesn't pass the ball. And they played a terrible South Florida team. They haven't played anybody good. Tulsa, meanwhile, has faced Okie State, took them to the wire, and they beat UCF, probably the best team in the American Conference. Uh, Tulsa Zach Smith gives Tulsa uh, an advantage at QB. There's no Shabari Brooks running the ball because of the ACL injury, but Tulsa's still pretty good at the skill positions. Uh, Luke Fickle, the coach for Cincinnati, is probably better than Phil Montgomery, but Phil Montgomery has showed me something with not many spring practices, and he has this Tulsa team out and competing right off the rip against Okie State uh, and UCF. I've been impressed. Uh, And not only that, but Montgomery's probably playing for his job, so you shouldn't be shocked that I'm impressed by him, and you shouldn't be shocked either. Uh, he's had a two-win, a three-win, and a four-win season the last three years. I think a desperate Tulsa team who's in, who is battle-tested. I know there's no home field advantage, but they but since they still has to travel, Tulsa's gonna have to convert some of those third downs on offense, which has been a trouble, has been a little bit of trouble this year. But I smell an upset, and I think Tulsa should be favoring this one. I am taking Tulsa over Cincinnati, and Tulsa is getting those three points. Grab them and play the money line. All right, all those picks I just went through and AK-47's picks, they'll be posted on the website, www.jeffreyblanchard.com, about 11 a.m. on Saturday mornings. We post all the picks. And uh, on the website, you want to help support the show, click on the Amazon banner. It looks like my book, Code But Red. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And uh, 
let's get some emails. I got two. Two more emails. Uh, first one's Ethan from D- D- Dakota, Georgia. I can't pronounce it. I, 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 I know how to spell it. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's a, he's a Falcons fan. I believe he's also a Braves fan. Um, here's his question. Arthur Blank finally pulled the trigger on Dan Quinn. Where do they go from here? Well, they've already chosen. They're going Raheem Morris, their defensive coordinator, is filling his interim coach. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't Dirk Cotter because Dirk Cotter undermined Lovey Smith in Tampa Bay to get the job there. And, uh, you know, I miss Big Ten football. Uh, it'll be back soon. Lovey Smith, Illinois, does a great job there. And he undermined him. I'm, I'm, so I'm glad Raheem Morris got it. Um, I just wonder if there's like subterfuge going on and Dirk Cutter like totally tanked on offense the last two weeks. <laughs> Quinn could get fired and he could get the interim coaching job. I, I don't put it past the, some of these power-hungry coaches wanting to get stuff. Um, you know, Ethan, I got good news for you. The Braves are still in the, the baseball playoffs. You're in the chance, the, the chase – uh, and the chance to get Trevor Lawrence as well. So um, just because your team's 0-5, it doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. And that leads us into the next question. Tom from Richfield, Connecticut. Coach, give me your top five teams to land Trevor Lawrence next year. All right, here's my top five in reverse order. Number five, the Washington football team. Uh, and this is the problem with them. They're, they're too competent coaching. <laughs> Ron Rivera is a pretty good coach. And that hurts them in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Uh, they have a very good defense. And more importantly, they play in the NFC least. And they will win four to five games because, you know, they're playing the Eagles. They're playing the Cowboys with the red rifle at quarterback. And they're playing the Giants with uh, Danny Fumbles, Danny Turnovers, whatever you want to call them. It's not Danny Dimes. I can tell you that much. Uh, so number my number five team in the tre- Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes is the Washington football team. My number four team is the Giants. Now, Trevor Lawrence would only be the second best Lawrence in team history. Uh, but the Giants have five winnable games on their schedule. And the, the defense, like Washington, isn't that bad. Remember, they gave up a, a, another Daniel Jones turnover for a touchdown uh, against the Cowboys. And the, the Giants' defense isn't bad, especially up front. Uh, and they're, they're probably going to win four to five games like the Redskins. They're my number four team. My number three team, Ethan from Decatur, Georgia. Oh, I think I said it right. Um, and Tom from Riverfield is the Falcons. I think the coaching change probably helps. Maybe a fresh start. Uh, but they have a fairly difficult schedule. Uh, they have at the Vikings, the Lions home, at Carolina, and the Broncos in the next four weeks. They've got to win a couple of games there uh, because if they don't, their bye is week 10, and they won't win a game after the bye. Go ahead, check out their schedule. Take take my word for it, though. Their finishing schedule for the season is brutal. Uh, so they got to win a couple games here, um, or they could look like my number one team and not have a win. My number two team is the Jaguars. Yes, the Jaguars. You know, they, they beat Indianapolis week one. Indianapolis outgained them. Indianapolis didn't punt in that game. Indianapolis just has a bugaboo against Jacksonville and Jacksonville. That's why I picked Jacksonville open a weekend. Um, the Jaguars get the Lions this, this week at home. And that's their last winnable game on the schedule. They, I mean, they're going to have to play out of their minds. They're going to have, have to have some Minshew magic if they're going to win another game. They could be a one-win team. And that takes me to my number one team, 
the the perfectly tanking New York Jets. So the Jets, they, uh, they, man, this is how they're doing it perfectly. They're keeping Adam Gaze's coach, uh, and the QB play has not been good. Uh, you know, they go to Flacco, might be an upgrade, might be an upgrade at, at quarterback Flacco. So, um, ah, geez, and, and their schedule's tough. Their schedule's tough. They got at the Chargers, Buffalo home, at Kansas City, Pats home, at Miami, bye. Then Miami again home, Las Vegas home, at Seattle, at the Rams, Cleveland home, at New England. Folks, that's over for the Jets. Over. So that that's uh, that's problematic for the Jets. They could be getting Trevor Lawrence. They're going to have to give up on Sam Darnold. Do they give up on Sam Darnold? Probably because this GM didn't pick him. So that's fine by them. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, we, we got an email about this with quarterbacks. You kind of know what they are in the first couple of years, uh, three years at the most. And I think we know what Sam Darnold is. I'm beginning to see what Daniel Jones is as well. So uh, there you have it, folks. That's it. Got a few mailbag questions in for you. I'm enjoying watching the Chargers Saints Monday night game here. Uh, had the Chargers money line in this one. I'm holding on for dear life. I'm hoping that they don't blow it here in the fourth quarter. Um, as I was texting with Nikki Guns, I hedged the bet. I already hedged it. That when the Saints got down twenty to twenty to three, they were plus two twenty-five odds uh, money line. I I made a wager on them, so I'm winning either way. But I do have Chargers uh, getting seven points as well. So there you have it, folks. Go to www.mybookieag. You can major in a wager like I did, and uh, you know hedge bets and play like a weirdo uh, just to make sure you come out on top, uh, positive money every day, and then. Uh, you know, use that promo code Darth at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. All the picks, whether it's no more NBA, whether it's college football, NFL, uh, a little baseball here and there. Not so much baseball. I do have a futures bet on uh, the Astros to win the World Series at plus 700. Uh, but I've been cooling off uh, a little bit on baseball. I've been focusing more on football. Uh, so all the picks are there, www.jeffreyblanger.com. Don't forget I'm an author of the Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red. Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play, get from my publisher, thewordverb.com, Amazon Prime, Kindle Select users, download to your favorite electronic reading device. And as always, may the picks be with you.